there's something that you may be doing that you think is helping you, but is actually creating the exact outcome that you don't want. That's pretending that you're fine. Guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity of your you. I'm your host, Isaiah. And before we get into it, we got a new Patreon subscriber. So I want to shout out DJ Puffs. I like that name. <laughs> Thank you for being a Patreon subscriber. Thank you for supporting this podcast. And I hope that it is all and more for you. And uh, shout out to all the patrons. Shout out to all the Apple subscribers. Also, guys. I just joined Spotify for podcasters, which means that if you listen to this podcast on Spotify, um, there is a Q&A section I'll be opening up. There's a poll for episodes, so it'll be a little bit more interactive. And you can now subscribe on Spotify. So if you're not on Patreon and you're not on Apple subscribers, you now have a subscription opportunity on Spotify, which I think is dope. So I'll be able to interact with a little bit of everybody much more, um, which is exciting. So yes, it, it opened up a new avenue for myself and I'm excited to share that with you guys. So yeah, how are you? What's going on? Before you say I'm fine or I'm good. <laughs> well, you're probably in the privacy of your own home or in your own car. So you could be a little bit more honest with that question whenever someone asks hey how are you and you say i'm fine or when you're going through stuff you know the first thing you say is i'm fine or i got it and the funny thing about that whole um that phrase is when somebody says i'm fine it usually never means that you're fine it actually means the exact opposite but you know again society and i've talked about this a million times society has kind of um, reinforce this individualistic culture that I truly despise because it's, it's as backwards if you ask me, right? You know, um, and I see it a lot on social media, right? Because there's this idea of like, everybody's got something going on, you know, handle your own stuff. People can't be there because they, they're, they got their own lives or whatever. And the truth of the matter is, is when somebody says that, it's like, Okay, you're saying to somebody that the people that they value have other people that they value over them, so therefore they can't be present to value them. That's essentially what you're saying, because it's like, truth be told, we all have the same things to some capacity going on, relationships and bills, <laughs> right? And what what hierarchy we have for those things is, is dependent on what our level of priorities are, right? Priorities are organized choices. And something I also recently talked about was the idea of choosing yourself more. And, you know, that kind of <laughs> brought about a different, um, varied audiences, right? Because I think a lot of times when I talk about this, this level of self-awareness or self-care, it bothers people 
the reason why it bothers people is because it stops it it cuts the bullshit part of my french so if i recognize that i any any capacity any relation i don't care who it is if i recognize that you don't prioritize or value me as a person i'm going to reevaluate that relationship i'm not going to keep showing up i'm not going to pretend that everything's okay i'm not going to keep pouring into you either right i it's just certain things i'm not going to do i'm going to choose myself right because what you're showing me and what you're telling me is that you don't choose me and that's fine right and i think the issue that a lot of people have is that people don't like not being chosen on their terms I'm okay not choosing you and you should be okay with me not choosing you either, right? I'm okay being selfish and you should be okay with my selfishness as well. But when you respond to that, that's when there's an issue. It's very lopsided, right? And it's it's this delusion that people have that um, that they're the only ones that are allowed to have feelings or make choices, which is why sometimes we fear the idea of like, if I start to choose myself, this person is going to be mad at me. Or, you know, if I recognize that this person doesn't show up for me, they're not going to be around anymore. I can't tell you how many times someone has said, well, now I don't have any friends because I started to recognize that these people were not present for me. You never had friends. You had people that you were keeping around in hopes that they would eventually show up in that relationship to some capacity, but you never had them. So it's not that you lost anything. If anything, you gained some awareness and you gained a little of a backbone, right? And I also understand that, you know, people are going to hear what they want to hear. I could be as clear as I want to or somebody else could be as clear as they want to in terms of like what you are deciding. If I say that this dynamic or certain relationship dynamics where it's lopsided does not make me feel good. So I will reevaluate or I will stop showing up in that relationship. People are like, oh, well, you know, not every relationship is perfect. You're not listening to me. You're not listening. You're only hearing the part where you're guilty. Right. You know, I feel like, um, People as a whole have just been looking for ways to pacify their negligence, right? Or their unwillingness to be um, a participant in other people's lives to, to some degree the way that they should, right? So there's rhetoric that's out there now of everybody's got busy lives or I don't have to talk to somebody all the time to still be close. Well, the thing is, is no, you don't have to talk to somebody all the time. But if you kind of don't really talk to somebody enough or communicate or connect enough, the relationship in itself dies. That's just what happens. It dies. Okay. Because some people don't want to always play catch up. There's so much going, like we say, everybody's got a life going on, right? So somebody's life is not on pause until you're ready to kind of resume the relationship with them. People have things going on. And a lot of times people don't have the energy and the capacity to catch up on everything that they've been going through. All right. That rhetoric, the individualism has just made it okay for people to be very negligent. And I think that's what a lot of people are looking for. People want to feel okay about their inability to be present and make some intentional effort when it comes to other people. And they don't want to feel bad about the fact that they're shitty. Okay. They don't want to feel bad about the fact that they are flaky, right? So you have this preaching that comes in of like, well, everybody's got their life going on. I don't have to talk to you all the time. I'm busy. All right, cool. 
well, people can be busy too, (laughs) you know? And that's why I really don't like that idea. And you don't have to be perfect to have purpose behind how you move, period. I'm fully aware that no relationships are perfect. The reason why is because I'm not a perfect person that's showing up to my relationships. I have my own flaws and setbacks, right? But I also have a level of accountability, which is the thing that most people try to override or deflect from, right? Responsibility. We all have responsibility in our relationships, okay? And we all have a level of accountability. And what I've understood is that in a lot of areas, to some degree, we're all looking out for ourselves, right? Even if I am constantly pouring or overextending myself in a relationship, I'm looking out for myself. The reason why is because I'm hoping that this will keep this person around, right? You're always looking out for yourself to some capacity. You may not realize it, but you are. Right. You constantly trying to chase somebody down and show up is you trying to um, I don't want to say state your claim, but essentially um, what's what I'm looking for. Uh, You're trying to secure your spot. There we go. You're trying to secure your spot with this person. But what you fellow realize is that you are teaching this person and you're also teaching yourself that you don't matter. And this is where that I'm fine comes in, right? I'm fine can mean so many things. I'm fine means that (laughs) I feel insignificant, right? Or I'm fighting insignificance, right? I'm fighting, I'm fearing neglect, right? Everybody I kind of hoped to show up did not. So now I have this void emotionally, right? Or I isolate, you get me? I'm fine never means I'm fine. And when you say that, you have to unpack where that's coming from. What spaces were you not allowed to not be okay, right? And then when you isolate, what are you isolating for? Is it is it actually a time that you're taking to take care of yourself? Or are you kind of hiding away from people until you are socially acceptable again, right? And socially acceptable just means like you come off as not having anything, not having any needs, right? Not having anything going on. And I said this before, like for me, I understand the duality of life and relationships. I don't require a lot of relationships, but I understand the significance and importance of having relationships. So therefore, when I speak on you know, reevaluating certain relationships or taking a step away from people, whatever. I am understanding it to the level of this. We only have so much life in us. Okay. We only have so much life in us. And if your life source is being spent in places where it's not being valued or even cultivated or appreciated or seen, there's no point in you showing up. Right. The thing about it is we don't eventually convince people that we matter. People will convince themselves of what matters to them without your help. I can promise you at any given point in time, people are always deciding what's going to be important to them at that moment in time and what's not always. So if you're constantly in this space where somebody is not seeing you as a level of importance, ask yourself, why am I showing up? And when you yourself are going through things, I want you to ask yourself, you know, what do I do first or what are my thoughts? You know, what what do I think of myself in that moment? What do I think of other people? Right. Does it sound a little like, well, I I failed. 
Um, can't get it right, right? Nothing's going well for me. I'm not worthy or I'm undeserving. And these are nicer words that I'm using. Sometimes you may get a little bit more harsh, right? And then when you think about other people in those moments, what are your thoughts, right? Nobody's there for me, right? Um, I can't rely on anybody. This person doesn't care. These people don't want to hear what I have going on, etc. Where's the truth? Where's the truth in that? Because sometimes the truth of the matter is some people don't care, right? I know that firsthand. Some people don't care. <laughs> they don't care, right? It doesn't mean anything about you. It just means that that person doesn't value you to that level. But that doesn't mean you follow suit, right? I think sometimes we're so worried about people not caring about us that we ignore we ignore hmm. we keep the relationship going because it doesn't because it doesn't give us time to recognize the other thing it's um what's the word i'm looking for it, it's kind of like if you if you keep if you keep running right if you keep running it hurts right it hurts to constantly run but your body's so used to it you don't really feel the effects of running until you stop right the you, you, your soreness doesn't kick in until you actually stop and that's sometimes the relationships we have too it's like we don't really recognize the value or lack thereof of certain relationships until we stop and a lot of times we won't stop because we're afraid of that. Okay. Hyperindependence, um, isolation, right? All these things are trauma responses, truth be told, because it comes from the idea that my needs are not going to be supported or met by other people around me. So therefore I have to figure this out on my own. And we have to understand too, certain relationships will reinforce the very thing that we fear happening. Okay. You have to be more fearful of existing in relationships when you're not seen versus taking a step away when necessary. And again, this is coming from somebody who values the hell out of his relationships, right? My reputation for how I show up when it comes to people um, across the board, it's consistent and I value that a lot. Right. I value the idea that I don't care whether we talk or not, um, whether we had a fallen out or not. The one thing somebody can't say about Isaiah is that he wasn't present. He wasn't present for me. He didn't show up. That's never going to be the case. Right. It's never going to be the case. And it's not a bragging thing. It's just reality. <laughs> you know, um, there are certain things and certain principles I stand on, which is why I can speak to it with um, with a certain level of, of confidence, but also like it is what it is, right? When you understand the importance of relationships and you act on that, then yeah, you can have some perspective that most people probably won't like. The reason why is because, again, a lot of people are in relationships for what they can get from them. And this applies to friendships as well. This applies to family as well. This even applies to business, right? If there's one thing I've understood, um, even beyond the receptive end, in all those mediums, right? People don't always 
consider others outside of themselves. There's, there's a, there's this level of inconsideration that's just very much present, right? And how people move, how, how people operate, you see it because there's a disregard for being responsible on their end to sustain the healthy relationship or the healthy rapport, right? Even if it's just simple communication, okay? So when you say I'm fine, who is that for? Who does that take care of when you say I'm fine? Because it doesn't take care of you. And truthfully, what it does, if you are constantly saying you're fine, and let's say you're on the receptive end of somebody who's very, uh, they lack self-awareness, right? And you say I'm fine and they take it for face value, right? And they never show up, but you may have needed them to show up for you. Now what? You start to resent that person a little bit, right? You're like, well, why didn't they ask more? Why didn't they do A, B, and C? Why didn't you be honest, right? Because if you're honest the first time, it gives you room. You don't have to go back and forth moving forward, right? If I say I'm not fine, now I get to see how this other person shows up, okay? If I'm honest with myself about what I feel and what I'm not feeling, then that gives me opportunity to explore what's going on too, Saying you're fine when you're not only creates problems further down the line, okay? there It becomes more things you have to unpack and heal from later in life. I can promise you, right? And if your fear is that somebody is going to see you as weak or whatever the case, everybody has needs. We all function on a certain level of need. That's why you go to work every day, right? That's why some people are in the relationships that they're in because we all have a need, and if somebody is going to tell you that that's not true, take a look at that person, all right? Because they rely on something. You can't get through this life not having some kind of support system. That's crap, okay? So if you are hyper-independent, the way to work away from that is is to recognize that you're not okay. And you don't have to be. And if we're constantly saying we're fine or we don't, we're not open to being supported, right? What it does is it stunts our relationships, right? The level of trust isn't there because when we allow people to be present for us, it builds trust, it builds vulnerability, it builds connection, okay? Keeping people at a certain distance will only keep that relationship from growing. And I'm not saying that you have to be this deep or in depth with every single person, but you know what I'm talking about. If you want deeper relationships, you're going to have to reveal those deeper wounds a little bit. Okay. You don't have to bleed out on people, but truth be told, some people want to be there. Some people want to be present. And when they can't be present, what that does is that in their head, this relationship only goes so far. Only goes so far, right? Pride will in a weird ass backwards way, it will tell you that you don't need other people. And it will tell other people that they're not needed. And in turn, nobody wins. Nobody wins. And there's a difference between codependence and interdependence. I've talked about this before too. 
You can't see interdependence as codependency because it's not the same thing. Having needs is not the same thing as being codependent. It's a very different dynamic, a very different relationship. Okay. And it's important to dissect that and unpack it because once you can be aware of that, you might be a little bit more confident in having needs. And not everybody's going to see you like a problem just because you are needing help. Some people want to be there. They really do. Right? Some people want to care. Some people want to feel significant. They want you to feel significant, right? But you can't do that for somebody who's always claiming that they're fine. It doesn't go anywhere. And if you're saying, well, yeah, the people in the past that I sought help from didn't show up. Who are those people? Because I can honestly promise you the likelihood is that they've shown you to some degree that they were not people that you could rely on in the first place, whether it is in conversation or just behaviors. And it may not have been in the same vein, but to some degree, that person showed you that they couldn't be relied on. And yeah, some people may surprise you, right? It And it will feel shitty. But when those moments happen, you can't apply that same um lens to every person you come across because that's not fair. Would you want everybody to put you in the same category because everybody else did whatever? No. So why do it? Right? Who does it serve? Who does it help? It doesn't help you. Okay. We have to also be aware of the people we are trying to build deeper bonds with because they may have shown us that they only scratch the surface. They don't go that deep. And they're not willing to. So therefore, you can't force it. On top of that, if you're on the receptive end of somebody who's always saying that they're fine, the thing about it is this. You can't force care on somebody who doesn't want it. People have to come to that awareness on their own. Sometimes people may never do it. That's not your responsibility. Did I show up? Was I present? Right? Did I do the best that I could? Yes. Okay. And sometimes people may have a different need. Okay, in terms of how they're receptive, that's not your job either. But it's also important to understand we all have our own life journey and we all reach a certain point or destination at different times. Sometimes people don't even know what they need. (laughs) Okay, it helps for you to be there to some degree, but don't try to force yourself to be there for someone. Okay, because it's only going to hurt you in the end. The reason why is because that person will continuously reject what it is that you offer. Okay. And then you will start to feel insignificant. Okay. You see this cycle of just kind of like unhealth (laughs) that we have going on in our relationships. Okay. And the only way it's going to change is if we start doing some exploration, but allow ourselves to be vulnerable. We are not a vulnerable society. We'll put a lot of shit out there. Right. We hear it in music. You know, people talk about breakups or this or that or being heartbroken, but it's never a honest, you know, face to face conversation. There's a melody behind it or there's a meme. Right. There's this thing. The meme in itself allows certain things to be said without the person being the face of it. Okay, we're so removed. And as much as we love hearing these songs, et cetera, if somebody was to openly talk about their feelings, we kind of be like, oh, man, you look at them funny. Right. There's this dance we do with our emotional maturity and our emotional availability. It's a weird dance because it lacks rhythm, (laughs) but everybody's dancing to it for the most part. Okay, 
because it doesn't require you to be that skilled of a dancer. This is all a lot, but it was just something that I was thinking of. It's something I catch myself doing, right? Because, you know, sometimes I'll even make the mistake of isolating or pretending everything's fine. And the reason why I'm like, well, who am I trying to take care of? Because I'm not taking care of me, right? Pretending you don't have needs. If you're trying to pacify somebody else, who is that person? Okay, you're trying to take care of somebody who doesn't take care of you by saying that you don't have needs. Oh, you don't want them to be put out because you're not having a good day and you probably need somebody to talk to. If that person can't show up even in that moment, then what are you doing? That's not somebody you can grow with because that's not somebody that's invested in you, right? And if people only come around when they have a need versus being present just in your life in general, that's also not a person you can grow with. So why are you keeping them around? Oh, because they're a good time? Yeah, but you can have a good time with people who are also good for you. Right? Get out of the habit of saying I'm fine when you're not and be a little bit more truthful and see what that does. If you're worried that somebody's not going to show up when you say you're 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 not okay, that's that's all right. But at least you're honest, right? And now at least you have an honest outcome. Saying I'm fine creates this delusion and it distorts the image of what an actual um, honest exchange looks like. But when you accept, hey, I'm not doing too well, right? I'm having a rough time. Now what does that look like? Who shows up? How do you take care of yourself moving forward? Because now that I'm aware that something needs to be done, what am I doing about it? And who's supporting me along the way? Yes, there will be moments in life where you there is solitude that's necessary. But doesn't mean you have to go through your entire life alone like that. You shouldn't, especially if you have people that you're always present for and they can't be present for you. That's not okay. All right, so... Pay attention moving forward. When you want to say I'm fine, what are you actually going through? What are you actually feeling? What is that? How can you be more honest with yourself? How can you be more honest with others? What is your goal, right, with the relationships that you have? You just want buffers in your life or do you want some degree of, uh, like, intimacy in your relationships? All of that is going to require you being honest and not just being around when you're, when everything's all good. Stop saying you're fine (laughs) because I can promise you saying you're fine only cultivates relationships with people who are fine, not being present for you. And that just recreates this idea in your head that there's nobody there for you. So stop doing that. <laughs> you are now creating your own, your own, your own, you're reinforcing your own um, self-fulfilling prophecy, right? By not having people or by having people around who are not present for me. When I need people, the only people I can rely on are the people who are not present for me. So therefore, that reinforces the idea that no one's around. And that's not true. It's not true. And it starts with you, right? If you can acknowledge that you're you're having an experience, that's a big start, okay? 
but start somewhere. Stop saying I'm fine. <laughs> All right. Um, and get in the habit of choosing yourself a little bit more. Okay. I've been doing a lot more of that lately and it feels weird, but you know, it feels very necessary because I recognize there were certain dynamics where people were also choosing themselves, right? At my expense. And for what? Choose yourself. Choosing yourself looks like saying, hey, I'm not fine. I'm not okay. That's all I got. All right. So take care of yourselves for real, for real. <laughs> take care of each other. Um, coaching is available. I have slots open if you want to sign up for coaching. Um, the information to do so will be in the description of this episode. Uh, I think that's the only homework, really, because I covered the other stuff in the beginning. But yes, if you're on Spotify, like I said, um, there is going to be like more Q&As and stuff like that that I can integrate. And I'm excited. This should be fun. I'm really excited for this uh, this new little um, edition. And we'll just keep going from here. Keep going and growing. Um, but I think that's it. I, I think that's it. Be okay with not being okay. And it's okay to recognize who is present and who is not. But as long as you recognize that you're present for yourself. All right. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take flight.